This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis inviting you to stay tuned and listen and hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. We want to invite you to tune in each day, Monday through Friday at the same time. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We wish you'd write us and let us know if you're hearing the broadcast. We come now uh, to Chapter 2 of the first book of Peter, the first epistle of the apostle Peter. We come, we've gone through chapter 1 there. We've taken our time uh, attempting to bring you, thus saith the Lord. Remember that Peter is writing to the Christians, to those who were born again believers there in the early church, as well as writing to you and to me. Yes, these verses are written to you and to me, my friend. They're instructions for our heart. And I've read these verses, and I believe it will do every one of us good to take heed what is said here. Our Lord has left us these instructions for our Lord. We read there once in the Psalms, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's what God's word is for. So we find now these instructions for our hearts here in uh, Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 2. Let's hide them in our hearts, my friend. Let's not be guilty of uh, um, uh, misappropriating the God's word, of, of uh, neglecting God's word. Do you know what uh, the scripture says? Uh, that how, uh, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Well, how are we going to be saved if we don't know the word of God? How are you going to ever come to know the Lord if you don't study his word and look into it? Yes, these are instructions for, uh, for us to follow, my, to follow, my friend. And let's don't apply the word to someone else. No, no, these words are for you and me. Don't take, as it were, the big old shovel and shovel those the God's word over your heart and say, oh, no, that's not for me. That's for somebody else. I've asked the Lord to take them home to my own heart. You and I are so prone, so quick to walk out of God's will. Uh, yes. How does the story go? The song go? Prone to wonder. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the one I love. That's our heart this morning. The old songwriter knew that. That's what he said. Prone to wonder. Lord, I feel it. Do you feel that this morning, my friend? How that you and I are prone to wander out of God's word, out of God's will? And here we find instruction for our heart. Yes, that's our heart, whether we admit it or not, that we are prone to wonder. Let's read verse 1 of chapter 2 in Peter's first epistle. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and all hypocrisies and envies and evil speaking. Now let's stop right there. We, I believe that we can say that Peter said a mouthful here, didn't he? I believe he, he unloaded on us, as it were. He says to lay aside all malice. Does that, does that go home to your heart, my friend? Some of you out there uh, full of malice and hatred in your heart, uh, thinking you know the Lord, and then guile, you can stand and, and uh, use God's name in vain and all of that venom come out of your mouth. But Peter says, lay all that aside. He said, like a, he said, a mouthful. Let's look at these one at a time. Remember now, he's speaking to church people here, to believers like you and me. He tells us to lay aside all malice, all that hatred that may arise in our old heart. 
Some will say, oh, I thought that in the new birth that all that was broken and taken away. And I tell you, it is. Once we loved all the sinful and hateful things that arose in our hearts, but Peter knew that the old heart was still in our bosom. And as long as we're in the flesh, that there'll be times when sin will creep into our hearts, will crop up in our lives. But here we are warned. This is a warning, my friend. We're bringing you a warning message. He says, to lay aside, you better listen. Yes, listen, we are warned to be on our guard, lest we be trapped by Satan. My friend, do you ever read where Satan, our old adversary, is going about uh, seeking to devour those whom he can? <clears throat> are you susceptible to the devouring of Satan? Many are, my friend. Aren't you thankful for a true a friend who warns you of danger ahead? Yes, I am. So let me do as Peter did. Let me lead you, my friend. He leads us to warn you, <clears throat> your, your spirit, that our heart is deceitful. Let me just bring that to you this morning. Our heart is deceitful and desperately wicked, and we are not to lean on our un, on our own understanding. Did you know that's when we uh, uh, walk out of God's will? When we begin to think we know something? When we begin to lean unto our own understanding? Yes, and and fail to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit, and fail to ask our Lord to lead us. Do you do that each day, morning, each morning, my friend? Do you do? Uh, bow your head, maybe there at the breakfast table on early morning, and say, Lord, lead me through this day. Don't let me go astray. Lord, go before me. May thou, may thou uh, uh, enlighten my path. That's what I do. That's what the Lord leads me to do. But, uh, oh, my friend... <coughs> Yes, yes, that's what we do day by day. Uh, we, we, we just, many of us, uh, look away from the Lord and begin to trust the flesh. And you know what it'll do? It'll fail you every time. I know from my own heart that the believer desires to walk with the Lord. Now, that's no, uh, that, yes, that's the desire. That's the bottom uh, depth of my heart. And your heart, if you know the Lord, that is to walk with the Lord. And uh, that no malice, no hateful spirit may arise in our heart, that it may not remain there if it does arise, my friend, no, no, no malice towards anyone, uh, malice will kill any spirituality in God's child, you wonder why you can't pray, you wonder why you can't praise the Lord, have you looked into your heart lately, have you asked the Lord to search your heart, there can be no fellowship with the Lord as long as that spirit remains in your heart. No, you who tell me that you want to be saved and then walk around with a critical spirit. Uh, no, no, my friend, you're a long way from being saved. You need to ask the Lord to clear your heart, clear your mind, and take away that old critical spirit. I don't know how anyone, uh, any child of God, can call himself saved or a child of God and then harbor hatred and malice in his heart. I'll go so far as to say you can't. You just can't, my friend. If you know anything, of your old depraved nature you will cry out against anything that is degrading to our Lord's will. Listen, God's child is a new creature. He's a new man in Christ. The spirit of Christ indwells that life and old things are passed away and all things are become new. Uh, Peter, uh, uh, my friend, connects guile and malice together. Did you notice that? He says, lay aside all malice and guile. They go together. Yes, yes. think about 
about the guile, the bitterness that pour from the mouth of the unsaved. I've heard men use foul language against others in a manner that makes me to shudder, my friend. Oh, yes, but what a joy when Christ comes in to dwell, that mouth that once spewed out venom, all of the hatred and malice and guile. Now, only, only the sweet words uh, of peace and joy comes forth from that heart. But listen, listen, my friend, bitter and sweet cannot come from the same fountain. Did you know that? Bitter water and sweet water cannot come from the same fountain. If you're always spouting off that foul language and running down others, I would make my calling an election sure. If you're God's child, I'd be on my face day by day, crying, Lord, put a guard on my lips. I know that old habits die slowly, and I know that many of us have that tendency to revert back to that old foul mouth for that old, for my friend for the old grave clothes hang on long after the heart has been cleansed and cleared doesn't it but I know that the desire of the child of God is to walk in his way to show forth the grace that has been shed in his heart by the grace of God Peter tells us here lay aside move away from all that old life that has been ours once has been ours for so long no longer are we to uh, 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 associate with and to push ourselves upon that crowd uh, that lives in that type of life. No, we're not being a, a hypocrite by doing those things. No, we better, uh, uh, we, yes, no, we are no better than they are. But now the child of God, yes, the child of God abhors that sinful life. He is a new person. He hates that old sin that so easily beset him at one time. I know what it is to be made, to, to hide, uh, to, yes, to be made uh, fun of uh, some religious freak. Folks take out, take after some man, some woman or child who's been saved and begins to withdraw from that one time he spoke those foul things, but no longer now they make fun. Folks often say harsh things, but they did that to our Lord, didn't he? And yet he opened not his mouth. We don't have to talk back when folks tell me those things. Let me tell you one thing. I believe that no matter how hardened a soul may be uh, when he is alone, I believe he knows in his heart that the people of God has something that he would like to have. Oh, he may not admit it. He'll not admit it even to his own self. But down deep inside, I believe there's no one so hard that he doesn't know uh, that the child of God has something that he would desire. The, pastor, the late pastor, the old trailblazer said, there never was a true atheist. That before he came to die, he realized that there was, there is a God in heaven. And I believe that many of those who put on those false front, they believe all those things. But I believe deep in their heart, he knows that, that uh, God's child has something that he doesn't have. He knows that God does a work in a heart, makes that individual a new man, and uh, whom he longs secretly, secretly to be made alike to be made like him. Yes, I do. I believe that. Then Peter speaks of envying and all evil speaking. How awful to see and hear someone who runs the name uh, uh, of Christ. Yes. And uh, who gets caught up in the who names the name of Christ and then gets caught up in that evil. It's only Satan's way of attempting to make our testimony of none effect to cause some poor soul who is struggling in his own heart and then to hear or see one who proclaims to be a child of God 
No, one who's uh, meddling into sin. Let me say here this morning, this is no way a child of God can live in, there's no way a child of God can live in sin. He may get caught up in something, but no, he'll not wallow in it. No, if that's your condition, my friend, if you're still wallowing in sin, wallowing in rebellion against God, and you're critical against your pastor or, or any man, woman, or child, and that thing has per, uh, permeated your life, I can tell you, you miss Christ. You know nothing of the Lord. You know nothing of repentance towards God. In coming to Christ, that spirit is broken. It's your, it, it is. Your mouth is shut. More, my friend, about others. You see your old sin. You see how God ought to have sent you to hell, and now you can be critical of someone else. You can join in with some little group and be in rebellion and see them and uh, talking and thinking and all of those things about God's people. No, how that's not the child of God. You better make your calling an election sure, my friend. And uh, I see many who set themselves up as a spiritual authority for others, my friend. Oh, my friend, God hates sin. And I believe the sin of rebellion is most hated next to self-righteousness. They go together. You never see one without the other. If I were you, ask the Lord uh, to cleanse my heart of all those things, to search my heart, to see if there be any wicked way there, my friend. If you're in rebellion, uh, my friend, I wouldn't I wouldn't rest there. No, no, I, I believe that you know it. I believe if that sin has permeated your heart, I believe you know it. I believe you made aware of it and you've been covering it up all this time, not willing to take the blame. Now, you're talking about repentance. That's repentance, taking the blame for your old sin. My friend, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking. Would you tune in each day, Monday through Friday, and uh, join with us here in the broadcast? Pray for us day by day. Ask the Lord to give us uh, wisdom and knowledge how to go forth. And uh, let me give you our mailing address. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Write us and let us know if you're hearing the broadcast and help us with the uh, finances if you would. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 